AW Dynamite. Some of the best stuff was on offer tonight. Some of the worst stuff of AEW was on offer tonight. Sometimes AEW really pushes the good wrestling. Has really good instincts. Sometimes, to quote Frazier, just stinks. And um, I think some of that was on offer tonight. I saw some of the carny stuff tonight. I know that I've been a bit hard on AEW. I don't watch WWE now. Because I know I'd hate that. But I've been a bit hard on AEW. When they do good things, I like to say they do good things. Turning Danielson heel is a good thing. People like him anyway. And he's got a kind of amused feel about it. He's not a nasty heel. He's more of a kind of... He's amused by everybody's antics. I like that. He um, fought Alan Five Angels. Nice to see negative one there. Apparently, Danielson knocked Colt Cabana's teeth out. Recently. Well, everyone's got to have a hobby. There was some good work in this, actually. Nice Angels moonsault to the outside. Spanish fly, well done by him for a two count. A really brutal knee bar by Danielson for the pin. I mean, he really cinched it in quickly. And then Danielson made Hangman, who was on commentary, Hangman Page, square up to him because they've been told that they'll be suspended by Tony Khan if they touch each other, because that's the carny bit, you see. But Silver comes out, John Silver, says, you can't touch him, but I can. And of course, Danielson bails, and they'll fight next week. In two weeks' time, but winter is coming. He will fight Hangman Page. And he might beat him, because Page is probably just a, a transitional champion, I think. That was all right. Okay for a first match. Miro is doing something rather extraordinary. All the Redeemer stuff and the, the pseudo-religious stuff is nicely odd. I like that. But here's one of your problems. CM Punk. People like him, of course, as I've said many times. I wasn't there during his supposed pipe bomb speech. I didn't wasn't watching wrestling at that time. So I don't know why he's supposed to be really good. I know he was shown up by Eddie Kingston recently. who got a bit too close to the bone, I think with his arrogance and his smugness. And here he's fighting Lee Moriarty. When he wasn't on Rampage last week, that was a better show. And here he is fighting someone who is young, new to AEW, a really good wrestler, fast-paced. And he brings him down to his slower level. But what this did do was allow MJF to get a bit more face back. Because I think MJF's been forgotten. You know, with Punk coming and Danielson and Cole. I think that he's got some, he's lost some kind of heel persona. Particularly with the Pinnacle, who are really nothing. They mention them later, but they're not really around. And thank goodness for that. He talks about how haggard CM Punk looks. He said, you know what CM stands for? Cooking meth. That kind of comment, you know, he's good at that sort of stuff. 
but he's been a bit off recently. I'm glad to see him back. So Punk brought Moriarty's energetic game down a bit, but as they settled into the match, things got a bit better. Moriarty had to show quite a, a basic offence, really. Small gut, front, gut wrench, cross face, nice standing clothesline, but he can do a lot better than that. Looks like you aren't allowed to do too much to Punk, because he hasn't been working that much. Punk has a nice roundhouse kick, hits a go to sleep for the pin, and it's not bad. MJF then comes out and accuses him of trying to make Britt Baker. Punk tries to answer back, does okay, but not as good as MJF. Then goes after him and wardrobe is out to help. It was alright, but what's the point of Punk? Just to get a just to get a, a you know a, a crowd pop and that's it really. Moving on, Cole. He's on commentary, but he has to get in the ring and do his baby stuff. And the crowd love it. Then Orange Cassidy's out. The crowd still like his hand-in-pocket stuff. The books are out behind him as he squares up to Cole. He doesn't see them. Oh, really? Then you get the small kicks. The little kicks. One, two. Beautifully timed. Low blow from Cole. Then the books doing night, doing those little small kicks. And the crowd loving it. They don't care whether he's a heel or a face. They're into the books. Don't care whether they're heels or faces. They're into the super elite. And then a super kick. And the crowd love that too. It's a bit confused. But I don't mind. Now here comes wardrobe. Against AC Adams. Good chance for the kid, apparently. Three power bombs. Doesn't go long. Done. And this is interesting as well, isn't it? Darby Allen and Sting, who are unbeaten as a tag team, not quite sure who they faced, versus the Gun Club, Colton and Billy, who are undefeated as a tag team. I'm not sure who they faced. Okay, Sting and Darby Allen have kind of corpse paint, really, now. Maybe they'll be releasing a black, a black metal album. Like to see Sting moshing. Careful though, I don't want to put your neck out or your back out. Or anything like that. Some nice work here. Billy holding um, Darby Allen after a sort of coffin drop splash thing. One-handed slam. Colton hits a rear chin lock. Oh. And Darby's been cut on the top of his head. That's the most interesting thing about this match. Sting puts the Scorpion Deathlock on. Austin Gunn comes in, unseen by the ref, smacks him. There's a famouser on Sting. I'd love to see him. See him beaten by that. Kicks out, of course. And then Darby Allen gives us some topes really fast, like he was shot out of a cannon, as they say. Billy's smacked by one of those. Then the Scorpion Death Drop on Colton for the pin. I don't really care about this match. I'm not really interested in it. On to something that was good. Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soso, as I like to call her. But actually, this was a really good quarter-final for the TBS tournament. It was cagey early on, not too many moves, but nice counters. And then Statlander showed her um, superior strength by holding her up for ages in a vertical suplex. 30 seconds at least. Then she hits a poor power slam, 
Taz calls it wonderful. It's not really. And Soho comes back with a, a smack on the back of the head. Yeah, because that's the kind of good work that you do. Statlander hits a blue thunder bomb and then a buckle bomb. Another two. Soho gets out a move, which is good. Poison Rana, low Rana, long two. When Statlander kicks out, Soho really sells that kick out nicely. In the end, So-So rolled through for the pin and they shook hands at the end because that was a great match. But it didn't stop Nyla Rose attacking her because they'll fight next. Good match though, really nice. But the main event is your street fight. Andrade, who comes out with some kind of blade and of course he's got his mate with him. Um, Jose, is he called? I think Kerwin White... That, that Guerrero brother has gone, and he, Chavo. Anyway, Rhodes comes out. He gets pyro. No one else gets pyro on this program. He gets pyro. Well, he's the boss after all, or one of them. They mention halfway through the match that early on, you see, Andrade smacks him with a bin, which got stuff in it. And they say, "What's on? What's on Rhodes? What's on Cody Rhodes' back? Maybe it's something. Look like a second skin. Ooh, is that something to do with fire retardant?" Now then, they say, well, oh, it must be something that was in the bin. It's very obvious. Okay, so there's some good stuff in here, though. Handcuffs are brought in. They're not used. He brings handcuffs in, Andrade, then thinks, oh, actually, I'll just smack him over the head with a, with a laptop. Fair enough. Nothing wrong with that. Split leg moonsault from um, Andrade through Rhodes and a chair. Then Cody gets the chain that's in there. Chained fist. Of course Cody is busted open. Yes. Then he goes under the ring, picks out... Um, I, think it, I think the first thing he picks out is a... Is it a hammer? Then a, a lump hammer, huge sledgehammer. Then a golden shovel. Cue Jose, who's being, been fighting with Arn Anderson. He gets smacked with that, with that shovel. And then there's a table brought in a couple of times. A couple of tables. Ro- Rhodes goes through it once, hip, hip toss. And then there's somebody in the ring. Oh, it's Brandy. Because she loves the limelight, it seems. She's got lighter fluid. She lights it on fire. There's too much lighter fluid. It really is a flame. And Rhodes takes Andrade off the top. Some kind of superplex move. But because you're going to fly a bit, aren't you? The table's not that far from the buckle. So Andrade clears the table. Cody doesn't. And you can see that he's got the fire retardant on his back, it looks like to me. He gets the pin. And Brandy's not bothered whether he's whether he's a flame or not. She's just smiling and enjoying herself. He's selling it as to what happened. I don't know what happened. She's just smiling and joking. At least have your game face on. Don't look like I'm really enjoying being out here. Because I like the lights and the crowds. That's so hokey. It's one of the bad things about AEW. Sometimes they don't cover the angles. And sometimes it's the personalities which are the problems. There was some good work in this, but not enough. And that street fight wasn't great either. It was all right. Andrade's been a bit... He's, he's been fits and starts, really. Rhodes I don't get, because he kind of thinks he's more in... Well, he, he kind of thinks he's playing us, I think. And I can see what he's doing. It's quite clear. 
So some good work, but simply not enough. Will I be back next week? Of course I will. What else am I going to do? Watch WWE? Ta-ta.